Welcome to Housing Developments. I'm Jerry Howard. And I'm Jim Tobin. And since we talked uh, late last week, there were significant changes in the world over the weekend that will certainly impact housing, Jim. Yeah, no, no doubt. Well, we, we, we after uh, what, four days after uh, the election. It looks like uh, that mo- most everybody has called uh, has called the race for, uh, for 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 Joe Biden. Even though there's some automatic recounts in the offing and some legal challenges by the president's campaign, it it, it, it appears that Joe Biden has uh, has, has captured uh, the the necessary electoral votes to be the 46th president of the United States. And so, uh, as is always the case at NEHB, we prepare to pivot uh, once again. Um, there are issues that in a Biden administration, we will be playing a very strong offense on. Specifically, I think, Jim, you and I have talked about uh, immigration issues as well as trade issues. Yeah, I think uh, you know, immigration first. Obviously, President Trump for the last four years has been he's, he's been rolling back uh, some of the the, uh, the the visas that, that our industry uses in large numbers. We, we've seen a rollback in uh, temporary protected status folks, uh, the DACA folks, uh, people that work in our industry. We've seen we've seen President Trump curtail those. I imagine President Biden will move pretty quickly to, to reverse some of those, which which uh, gives us an industry that's still strapped by labor constraints. Uh, that that's that's a good development. And then you mentioned trade, uh, you know, two things. Uh, maybe now is the time we'll see a uh, we'll see a Canadian soft lumber agreement that gives us a, a predictable source of timber, a predictably priced source of timber from Canada. Uh, and then, as, as we know, our members are facing uh, broad, uh, broad supply chain constrictions. Many of our products come from China, and uh, and there's tariffs on a lot of those products. So, hopefully, we'll see an easing of the trade tensions with China, which means lower prices for our members and homeowners. Yeah. Yep. And, and interestingly, um, and not really surprisingly, uh, because unfortunately, our government in the past several administrations has become a government ruled by executive order rather than by legislation. Uh, on Saturday evening, uh, an article came out in the Washington Post online saying that uh, on day one, the day that he's inaugurated, um, President Biden will roll back over 100 of President Trump's deregulation uh, orders. Um, uh, hopefully, uh, some of those will include uh, immigration and will help us on the labor front. Uh, and hopefully some of them will include uh, some of the changes. Although I think the Canadian lumber issue really does have to be uh, negotiated and signed. On the other hand, uh, some of the uh, uh, other regulations that he will be rolling back uh, could well impact our builders negatively. Uh, and that means we'll have to shift uh, from playing offense as we did in this last administration to playing defense on uh, some of the uh, many, many uh, environmental regulations uh, that had been uh, uh, deregulated or delisted uh, to our advantage. Um, what are you hearing about that? Yeah, I, I think I think naturally the first one that jumps to mind is is, is President Trump's waters of the U.S. rule, the, the, the WOTUS rule. Uh, that is something that our, our land developers, uh, it, it's critically important to them. We, we, we think the Trump rule brings some balance, badly needed balance, uh, to, to, to that portion of the regulated industry. And, uh, and I, I'm worried about that going away. Uh, we saw what President Trump was able to do with the old Obama rule. Uh, and, and I'm fearful that we'll, uh, that we'll see it there. NEPA, another one that our large land developers use uh, to, to, to streamline permitting processes 
that's something that's been a, 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 a over the last six and eight months a priority for this president. I could see that going away as well. Uh, in, in, in whether in other whether it's other water quality and permits that our members use, I think that's something we have to be really concerned about. I'm also concerned about labor. Uh, you know, independent contractors. That's the backbone of uh, of of the NEHB workforce and the ability of our members to deliver an affordable product. Uh, I'm really worried about labor's outsized influence in uh, in the Biden administration, uh, where we, we could see some some real uh, constraints put on the tests that our members would use about whether or not a, a contractor is is deemed an employee or a or an independent contractor. And of course, you know, one thing that I, I know our, our our colleague Rob Matuga is going to be focused on is what's what's the enforcement regimes that we see under OSHA right now. Uh, this administration has been good about. Uh, you know, issuing, issuing citations and working with builders to un, do better to understand the regs, uh, rather than uh, just simply finding them. And uh, and and I'm, I'm anxious for that partnership to continue, but I'm also worried about it not being able to continue. We're going to see again a, a heavy-handed OSHA. Well, and obviously those those are situations of, of grave concern. We will, uh, as always, endeavor to represent our members' interests as best we can. In this instance, it may mean um, that we do what had been done to the Trump administration for the past four years, and that is we bring in Jim Rizzo and our legal team and sue to stop those actions. Uh, that's a, uh, a very explosive way to go, but uh, I think that it's a real uh, possibility. But in the meantime, we also have to look at uh, what type of appointments is a President Biden likely to make? Um, some of the ones I have not yet heard uh, any names bandied about about uh, as potential replacements to Dr. Carson as Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Uh, I have heard uh, two names cast about as potential uh, for Secretary of the Treasury. Uh, one is the name of Jamie Diamond, uh, who is one of the most well-known names on Wall Street. Uh, and the other is Senator Elizabeth Warren. Uh, how do you react to either of those names, Jim? Well, uh, Jamie Dimon might uh, was probably going to be a, uh, a a better pick in my mind than, than Senator Elizabeth Warren. Obviously, a practitioner on Wall Street, uh, someone who understands markets. Uh, more importantly, may may have a more a steadier hand on the regulation of Wall Street and, and the flow of capital. I think that's obviously critical to our industry. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, she's probably more powerful in the Senate uh, than in the administration. Uh, and that'll be hers to decide. I, I do think it's interesting. You know, there was talk uh, about about whether or not Joe Biden should reach out to the, the congressional Republicans. Obviously, they bolstered their minority in the House. They, it looks like they're on path the pathway to at least keep or remain uh, relevant in the United States Senate. Uh, reach out across the aisle to find out what they can work on. And Elizabeth Warren is quoted in, in this morning saying, why would we do that? Uh, that that concerns me. That if we're gonna if if the if if the reaction to a President Trump uh, presidency was a lot of talk about his divisiveness, and you know now is the time. Joe Biden talks about healing. Um, it seems to me that you have the progressives in, in in Congress already rejecting that idea of compromise, and that bothers me as an industry uh, that relies on compromise um, to, uh, to to move our the housing agenda forward. Okay, shifting gears then a little bit, Jim, you, 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 you talked about the Republicans uh, remaining relevant on Capitol Hill. Um, uh, with the Senate um, still up in the air, it looks like there's going to be sort of a double runoff uh, in January in, in the state of Georgia. Um, it looks like at a minimum, 
uh, it would be a 50-50 Senate with Vice President Harris um, casting the tie votes. Uh, so the Senate is still in flux. But if there's one area where the, Repu and I think the Republicans are happy that they're this close to holding the Senate. Yeah. Two weeks ago, uh, they were concerned about potentially losing the Senate. Uh, and in fact, many of the pollsters and, uh, and several of our own colleagues and friends in conversation were predicting a, a, a total blue wave. Uh, that didn't happen. Um, the Republicans are still relevant in the Senate. But more to my point, um, what, how do you interpret the loss of so many seats in the House and what is already being reported as significant infighting in the House Democratic Caucus between Speaker Pelosi and the progressives or the left wing of the Democratic Party in the House, I think they are uh, best uh, illustrated in, uh, by AOC. Um, do you think that the, uh, there could be a change in the leadership in the House? Boy, you know, we, we touched on this uh, in, in, in other podcasts. I, I, I never count, count Nancy Pelosi out. I wouldn't be surprised uh, either way. I, I think my, my, my bet is that she hangs on uh, because she wants to be the Speaker of the House uh, for Joe Biden's uh, first two years, at least. Um, that said, maybe it's time. The, 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 look, as you said, uh, the the House tends to the, the party out of power from the White House tends to gain seats in the midterm elections. And given that the, 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 the Republicans are right now, they're up five seats. It's a possibility it may even go as high as nine uh, with some of the just 24 races yet to be called. The narrow, that's a pretty narrow majority for Nancy Pelosi to have to try to defend two years from now after two years of a Biden administration rolling back some of these regulations that we've seen. Who knows where the economy is in two years as well? So my, my sense is that Pelosi hangs on, but we may see maybe Hoyer goes. You know, look, look, you know, Jim Clyburn obviously was a huge, a huge influence on the South Carolina primary that, that vaulted uh, Joe Biden to in primary uh, is the leader in the primaries. African-American women came out in droves for Joe Biden. So the Congressional Black Caucus is going to have a lot of power on Capitol Hill right now. Uh, but I could see I could see some of the young guns start nipping at Nancy Pelosi's heels. But again, I just wouldn't count her out yet. Um, and to your point about about the, the moderates, Abigail Spanberger, who's in that district south of us, she ended up pulling that race out. Last week she was losing. She's now she's now won that race. She's going to hold that Democratic seat. She was the one who leaned in on that conference call you're talking about and said, we've got to stop talking about defunding the police. That is, an, I almost lost my race become, because of these ultra left wing sloganeering that we're hearing. We've got to get back to moderate, moderation and, and governing from the center. We'll see if Pelosi's willing to do that. Well, hopefully from uh, Abigail Spamberger's uh, mouth uh, uh, to Nancy Pelosi's ears yeah. uh, so that something can be uh, negotiated between uh, all the different factions that are now controlling our federal government, but uh, we, we shall see. Meanwhile, for builders, uh, things are still looking good and, uh, and we're moving forward. Uh, we hope that that will continue. I'd like to take a moment, Jim, if I could, uh, just to ask all of our listeners to do two things. One is please subscribe to the podcast. Um, it certainly underscores uh, that you all think it's worth continuing. And secondly, I would ask you all to take a real hard look and consider uh, registering uh, for IBSX. 
Unfortunately, we won't all be able to be together in Orlando in February, but IBSX will be the next best thing. Uh, there will be uh, very interesting and very easily accessible uh, virtual trade show booths from our various uh, suppliers and exhibitors. Uh, there will be virtual education, uh, exactly the kind of things that in this shifting uh, governmental environment, you all will need to keep your businesses running smoothly. So subscribe to the podcast, register for IBSX, and we'll talk to you soon on the next housing developments. I'm Jerry Howard. And I'm Jim Tobin. Bye-bye. See you.